Money Radio, discussing the business of making and spending money. Good day to all of you out there following us on Leadership Podcast. We are on the Money Radio, and uh, today being Thursday, we are discussing tourism. The topic we are discussing today is Nigeria at 61. How far so far? Uh, I'm your host, Case Harmon. In the studio here with me is Jerry Emerson. Jerry, welcome. Thank you, Mr. Case. We also have a guest, and that guest is going to do much of the talking today. His name is Prince Charles Dixon. He's a development practitioner, and uh, he's the team lead of Tri Center. Uh, Mr. Dixon, you're welcome. So, um, let's give a little uh, a, a rough rundown of where we have come from. This is Nigeria is uh, 61 now. Uh, in some climes, uh, they celebrate Diamond Jubilee at 60, some at uh, 75. But at least uh, last year we celebrated Diamond Jubilee. We are supposed to be somewhere right now in the tourism industry. How far are we? Ah, uh, yes. Um, we are 61 years. Yes. In our country. And uh, we've come a long way. We have come a long way. And we are supposed to be seeing a whole lot, especially um, that sector of the tourism sector. You know, because if you, if the tourism sector actually started gathering, gathering and momentum as at uh, 19, uh, 1988 when the... That's about um, 28 years after independence. Yes, yes. You know, it started gathering momentum from, momentum from that time. Uh, you know, what we had then was a military government you know, yeah. in place. And uh, <clears throat> during that era, the Nigerian Tourism Development uh, Operation was, was formed. Okay. Yes. And uh, further, um, in 2000, year 2000, uh, the, the Ministry of uh, Tourism was also you know, formed. So by that progression, you know, it was to you know begin to. Work, work in that sector, you know, to bring up the sector to, to, to begin to work effectively. Yeah. You know. So, um, so far, where are we today? Like the topic is so far, so far, so far. Where are we today? Yeah. You know, if you look at um, in 2019, if you look at how much tourism. To our How much was it? Was as at that as at 2019 before the COVID? Yeah, it was more than 5.1 percent contribution to our GDP. And if you if you want to do a comparison, you know between other countries, other African countries like yeah. Ghana, Kenya, Morocco, like Ghana, Ghana, Ghana's a Tourism, tourism travels and tourism contribution yeah. you know, to Ghana's GDP as at the same year, 2019, was at 
That's to show you that Nigeria is not still lagging behind. There's yeah. still a lot, lot that has to be done in that sense. That's that's where we are, and we need to see more work in that sense. Not just uh, you know, that sector has to be prioritized. Yes, that's that's too. Uh, interestingly, um, the World Tourism Day was celebrated sometime this week. Yes, it was. It was on Monday. On Monday, World Tourism Day was celebrated, and uh, the theme of that of this year's uh, World Tourism Day. Spearheaded by the United Nations World Tourism Organization, um, the theme of that uh, of this year's the World Tourism Day is toward inclusive growth. Yes, yes um, it's interesting. You know uh, that theme is fitting because tourism has been contributing. Uh, healthily, let me not say tremendously, I will say healthily to um, the country's growth. Uh, in some, the World Tourism Organization estimates that annually uh, tourism contributes something like 10% of the world's GDP. Uh, it uh, employs hundreds of millions of people and this, story, this uh, industry was hardest hit as a result of COVID-19. And uh, COVID-19 hitting it that hard. Uh, of course, travels virtually ceased last year, only beginning to reawaken. Um, we see also that not just travels, but tourism, was virtually there. Who will go to places? Uh, if even now uh, there are restrictions because in one place after the other, before you can even get a visa or travel or yes. to another place, you have to come with a, a certificate of vaccine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, without that, you 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 hardly be allowed. And that is that includes Nigeria. And those vaccines, uh, they also are costly. Uh, yes, uh, they are costly. Uh, and, 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 and even for, for let, let me even say this as, as, as a result of uh, the mandate. Yeah. Uh, as at, um, there's a report as at, uh, as at last year, 2020, uh, when the pandemic started. Today, about 700 and something Nigerians lost their job in that industry. 700 and some, about 700 plus. 1,000? Yes, 1,000 plus. Have That's serious. 700,000 have lost their jobs in the tourism sector in Nigeria. Yeah, that is a hard hit. So you can see the, the, what the That is uh, not very far uh, uh, from. The federal government, you know, the federal government is the highest employer of labor. It was being followed by the tourism industry. Yes. Uh, 
that is a hard hit. And if up to now, that sector has not really uh, resurrected yet uh, because you see that there are many obstacles. Besides the fact that you have to be vaccinated, which many people are averse to, uh, you when you get to another country, you have to be uh, quarantined at least for a few days before you can be allowed into that country. And that quarantining may be at your own cost. So all of that contributes to the industry being still suppressed and it hasn't recovered yet from that COVID-19 and uh, that is a, a big blow. That is quite a big blow. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's a huge setback for the industry. Now, this being a huge setback, um, you know, like we were saying, the theme of this year's uh, World Tourism Day is talking about inclusive goods, tourism for inclusive growth. So uh, for Nigeria to get back on its feet, for Nigeria, for Nigeria to get the economy to get back on its feet, uh, that industry which employs up to 700 or which has lost up to seven, if you say up to 700,000 persons have lost their, lost their jobs in the tourism industries, that goes to say that the industry employs millions. So to get this uh, industry back, uh, or to get the economy back, that industry has to be given attention. You agree with me? It has to be given maximum uh, maximum attention because uh, if you have an industry where you're up to 700,000 persons have lost their jobs, it, it, it tells so badly on the economy. Are you good? Uh, we have a tourism master plan in the country. What is it? And I wonder why um, it is still not fully implemented. Uh, could you approach uh, our listeners a bit on the, the tourism master plan? Now, without going deep into it, yeah. the master plan is uh, was was formulated to, to give um, to give uh, life to, to that industry yeah. by creating jobs. Creating jobs and and setting and setting the industry to be at par or even much more than uh, at a different level from uh, other countries. Mm -hmm. so, but as of today, you agree with me that this, that master plan doesn't seem to be effectively you know, in action to achieve you know, this this objective. So. That is part, that I think is part of the reason why the industry is doing well. So that has to be government at all levels you know, needs to visit that master plan so as to revamp that sector. So I was reading out the percentage of GDP and I mentioned Nigeria and other parts of the country, but in other countries in Africa. Yeah, and, and you see that we are lagging behind. Yeah, of course, we are lagging behind. So but uh, in terms of numbers, although the country is lagging behind in terms of uh, contribution to GDP, in terms, uh, if you look at the fact that uh, a place like Ghana, Ghana's uh, GDP is Ghana's GDP is 
probably just about the, the, the size of Lagos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and in terms of population, of course, uh, Ghana's population is something around, is something if you look at that, um, the number of persons who are in the industry in Nigeria are more than those in, the, in Ghana. But yes. Because uh, we have a large population, it reflects better on their part in terms of uh, percentage. Well, of course, there are other things that, uh, that uh, you know, factors that are responsible for how, how much the effect that in that sector. In terms of Security, which is paramount. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Security is central, and of course, uh, actually, you know, uh, the country, Nigeria's uh, tourism industry, uh, it goes uh, to, uh, beyond the tourism industry. We have just had this downward spiral, and it's because of a, a number of factors, including uh, this very issue of insecurity. That is, that is, like I mentioned, this security is very, very important because uh, as, 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 uh, as a tourist, I wouldn't want to go to a destination where my, my life would be at risk. So, and uh, as well as infrastructure, if those things are not in place, uh, I don't So, these things are really not there. Agree with me in the country today. Yeah. And that is why you know, I, I was I was I was I was I was reading a thread. I was reading a thread uh, last week you know, where where Paul Campbell someone asked that why is Nigeria not included in the list of uh, countries in Africa for tourism. Yeah. And the, the person replied said no. There are a lot of things that uh, factor that are uh, taken into consideration, including uh, security. Yes, you know, and population also, or oh, unemployment rather. Sorry, oh, right. unemployment. So those were some of these, some of the factors. All right. Uh, you're still on to money radio. Uh, we're talking about tourism. Uh, Nigeria at 61. How far so far? Uh, we take a short break. Uh, please stay with us. We will come back. We'll discuss uh, more on the way forward. Uh, so, and we will may have our guest in the studio by that time. So please stay with us. Money Radio. Discussing the business of making and spending money. You're welcome back uh, to Money Radio. We are on the tourism segment and we're talking about Nigeria 61. How far so far? You're welcome back. Uh, very soon we may be joining our guest. His name is Prince Charles Dixon. He is uh, operating in Joss. We may join him soon. But until then, um, this tourism industry globally, it is um, expected that uh, is projected that uh, the tourism industry by the time we are done with this issue of COVID-19 the industry may have lost the global industry may have lost four trillion dollars that is astronomical you have an idea how much uh, we talk about employment earlier 
or how 700 and something thousand, more than 700,000 persons have lost their job in this uh, industry. Uh, in terms of fiscal cash, how can we see? In Nigeria, I may not have. If you look at the, the fact that the country was, uh, or say, um, the country, uh, the, the tourism industry contributed up to five percent of Nigeria's GDP. Nigeria's GDP is somewhere around four hundred and fifty billion dollars. Five percent of that is huge. Yes, that is somewhere around twenty-three billion dollars. We have to transpose it. Yes, that is somewhere around twenty-three billion dollars that uh, this industry has lost in terms of uh, that is uh, to COVID nineteen. That is huge also yeah, for the economy. And uh, in terms of employment, this industry I'm sure is contributing a huge percent of uh, the unemployment that uh, we see, the youth unemployment, because the people who uh, are tour guides, the people yeah, who run these uh, various entertainments, they are the young people who, 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 who constitute up to 33% uh, uh, of uh, unemployment. The young people who constitute that, uh, it's quite sad. Uh, but let's come to another aspect uh, because, like we said, this industry, this industry is the industry, uh, the, the theme of the uh, COVID nineteen, uh, the theme of COVID nineteen, uh, no, sorry, twenty twenty one World Tourism Day. The theme says tourism for inclusive growth. Now, we are talking about inclusive growth. That is, for the company, I'm sorry, for the country to uh, recover fully, you have to have the tourism industry to have follow. To, have to bring in now, that is going to be difficult because the World Tourism Organization projects that by 2023, we will have at least a healthy recovery of uh, tourism industry uh, from uh, all, all of the laws that we have been having since 2020. But if you look at it, that is not likely for Nigeria. Why do we say so? Because Those countries, they have, they have carried out a huge percentage of their vaccine uh, exercise. Yeah. There are some populations in developed countries that have uh, uh, vaccinated up to 70%. In some countries, a few of them up to 80%. Some have taken the first booster jab, some of them have taken the second booster jab. That is three. Whereas in Africa, we haven't reached 1%. And we know that if a person is not vaccinated, the new protocol in the world today is before you can travel to another country, you have to have your jab. That is a protection. You have to come with your certificate. That is going to be cumbersome. It's, a, it's an encumbrance, really. It's an albatross on people who want to spend their money in other places. There are even some states now in Nigeria, of course, you bear with me, uh, like Edo, a number of states that if you don't have a certificate, if you are not taking your, your job, you can't uh, perform certain activities in those states. That is likely to be an encumbrance on the revival of tourism industry in the country. Um, 
that means Nigeria is likely not to reach that potential up to by 2023. With just 1% vaccinated so far. Yes, um, vaccine, aside from the vaccine, what, what are we doing on our own part as a country to, you know, take for example, I mentioned the, I mentioned the security, I mentioned the infrastructure, you understand? So these are key. These yeah. two things are, are very key. Yeah. You know, because if there are no good roads yeah, to access these places, if, 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 if there's no um, electricity, you are still grappling with the uh, of electricity. If there are no, um, uh, yes, electricity, uh, good roads, water, those are, the, those are some of the infrastructure. And if these destinations do not have these things, security, like I mentioned, these destinations do not have these things, Comes a problem. It becomes a problem. Yeah, you know, um, well, like we were saying in the studio not long ago, some of these major tourist attractions in the country, the state government is contributing very little or nothing, or nothing. to their uh, to uh, contributing to their attraction. And, and, and you know, where you have a major tourism site. Uh, I don't want to name names, but if you, where you have a major tourism site and then just to access that site, to get to that site by driving your motor car, it becomes difficult. That means access road. It's not even there. Um, uh, uh, health facilities, not there. Uh, basic things are not there. That means uh, somehow some of the people that are at the helm of affairs that are supposed to drive this uh, this, this, this potential are actually not having foresight. And that is the problem. And, and, and in, 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 in one of our shows, Maurice, some of our shows, we always been talking about the government allowing private, uh, private companies yeah. by way of public private partnerships. Come into managing some of this application for its destination, and that is that is that is that is the way out because the government cannot carry this this private um, companies and draw up a plan in line with the master plan and then present it and then you know manage this this location much better, much much better than you know, allowing government to run. Allowing government to run. So, government needs to, you know, make the industry propose, you know, open it up for private companies to come in and, and, and help to develop the sector. And you know, uh, talking about government, uh, I don't know. You know, the state and federal government, the state governments and federal government somehow need to work in sync to get uh, to make sure that these things work. I'll give you an example just before we uh, close. Uh, I'll give you an example. The road, Badagri is actually a major tourism site. It's a historic tourism site. Yes, uh, people like to see relics of the slave trade and uh, those are things that even in schools where 
those things are taught. Those, those sites are talked about in schools, uh, talking about history, uh, from the primary to university level. People want to know how the slavery go on, how did uh, what what else, you know, just to see what things were like. So many schools, I give you an example. Many schools in Lagos would like their pupils, their students, and their on excursion. excursion at those places. But over the past few years, there hasn't been anything like that. You know why? The road between Lagos as a city, in Lagos uh, Cosmopolis, and Badagri was a no-go area. When I say no-go, it was a no-go area. I'm not there right now to see what's going on. I don't know the state of the road. But at least two, three years back, it was a no-go area. Uh, a distance that will cover just about 45 minutes at uh, on that road from Lagos, say from uh, the, the uh, Okoko area, all the way to uh, Badagri, which would have normally covered, let's say, 45 minutes. You will stay hours. That is, if you'll be able to reach that same day because of the state of the road. And of course, there is still there was still politicking about who was responsible to uh, bring that road, to, to, to build that road. You see, so all of these things they are potential are actually kept behind. And, uh, I don't want to say something, so let me not go into it. Uh, <laughs> to I, think, up, I think government is all around. Government is prioritize the sector. Yeah, now is prioritize the sector. If not this sector, if this sector is not carried along as World Tourism Day clarified it. Tourism for inclusive growth. If tourism industry is not carried along to revamp the economy, we are leaving a major segment of the economy behind. And that will not go it will be lopsided. And that lopsidedness will not be it won't go well. So, uh, listeners, thanks for being with us. That's how we we'll wrap it up today. Uh, thanks uh, for being with me in the studio, uh, Mr. Jerry. Thanks to you, our producers. Um, thanks very much to all of you, our listeners. Uh, we'll be back here tomorrow for another bumper edition of Money Radio. Stay blessed. This program is brought to you by Leadership Podcast from the stable of Leadership Media Group.